Hashem Hashem We are very happy to come back to the Nesilat Yesharim. We are um, we are recording the Nesilat Yesharim. We're still in chapter nineteen for the Refuah Shlema of my son-in-law's grandfather Yaakov Ben Choshid. He should have a Refuah Shlema from his stroke Hakoyin. My grandmother that has the Ener Machala, she should have a Refuah Shlema. Harvin Bat Everybody appreciate your health because it's priceless. Now the Messiah Yashaim here is talking about the subject, which is very appropriate. Um, I just bought a new book about the miracles and the horrors of October 7th. And it's just another page in this tragic story of Jewish history, that each page of it innocent blood of raping drips from it. Now the Ramchal here says a true chassid, and by the way, this is one of the first halachot in Shulchan Aruch, a lot of people don't know. Tikkun chatzot. It should pain us that Mashiach is not here. It should pain us that the Shekhinah, I want to ask you something, and I, I really, it resonates with me. Imagine your father would always hide his face, and you could never see into his eyes. He'd always have like a black barrier between him and you. Isn't that a tragedy? That's what it is right now. That's what the Talmud Yushalmi says in the uh, Mesechet Sanhedrin, in the beginning of Perka Chelek, that the most difficult news God ever gave mankind is the Pasuk, it says in Hazinu, Va'anochi Haster Aster Ponai Bayaimahu, that I'm gonna, <laughs> every child wants to see his father's face. His, and the, and this father that is the father of all fathers, the source of all peace and blessing and light, and, and we, we, so the, the Ramchal is trying to say, you're not a real Hasid if you just, everything is hunky-dory, Mashiach is not here, all the Sadiqim, all the innocent people are killed in the Holocaust, October 7th, and you just think that that doesn't pain you, or that's not at the forefront of your conscience, then you miss the major, this is, it's a whole thing, by the way. Um, Rabbi Liyashev parenthetically, halachically holds that if you are up by midnight, you're doing a sin by not saying Tikkun Chatzot. Which means it's Midat Chasidut to get up, right? More, normal people used to traditionally go to sleep 8, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, they would somehow get up midnight, say Tikkun Chatzot and go back to bed, or say Tikkun Chatzot before they went to Shacharit because they used to pay net, nets. Right? So that's a Chasidut. But Rabbi Liyashev holds that if you're the new style of living, which is a lot of times people, Mishmar nights, Thursday nights, Saturday nights, are up anyways till midnight. He, has, he says there's no heter not to say tikkun chatzot. So I'm saying that's a halakhic. Um, a lot of times, you know, this hashkafic Musar stuff is a little bit abstract, but I'm trying to like give you a halakhic ruling that Rabbi Yashib says to. So he says that uh, the Ramchal here says that, and I, you guys have it in your book, this is throughout Yeshaya, Bayar, Kien Ish. Yeshaya says, like Yeshaya was telling everybody, listen, the Bet HaMikdash going to be destroyed. Nobody cared. Because we human beings can't appreciate anything until we lose it, unfortunately, Rahman al Litzlan. It says again over there, Abit ven Ozer, Beshtomem ven Somech. Nobody cares. Yirmiya, Siet Sioni, Dorish venla. Nobody cares about Zion. I mean, let's look, let's, let's be honest with ourselves. To thyself be true. Do you know that I wanted to go? I was, I, I didn't have time. 
I was in Israel a few weeks ago. I told my sis, oh, we always used to go to this very um, nice hotel near, near Tiberia in Kibbutz Lavi, and it had a five-star dinner, like a buffet dinner, like a wedding. She yeah, said, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. You get like all you could eat dinner. Like, it's like you went to a wedding. Like your, your cousin Simon. Very good food. She said it's closed because all the people have been displaced. They're absorbing all the, sheltering all the people from the north. I'm saying these hundreds of hostages, are they at the forefront of our conscience? Are we praying for them? Are we, are we, you know, I mean, in Israel, they're at the plastered, their faces all over the place. But same thing, this that Mashiach is not here, that the Shekhinah is in Galut. By the way, like, if you learn all the Kabbalistic works, works from the Zohar till the Tanya till everything in between, this is a very important thing that the Hey Shechin Tabegaluta, even God's name, Yud Kevavke, the Hey of it is like split in half. God's name is like fragmented until Mashiach comes, then Yud Kevavke comes. Unless Amalek, which are the liberals, get destroyed, Hashem's name doesn't become full. That's what we, every time we say, I mean, Yehishimei Rabbah. And by the way, I just wanted to let you know, the Maharal doing something fascinating. If we actually are not totally spaced out when we dive in Shemona Esrei, half of the brachot have to do with Mashiach. That we're, this exact topic that the Ramchal is saying, Hashiva Shoftenu, we want our Sanhedrin back. Gaal Yisrael, right? Nejot, send us our Goel Sedeq. Nechayem Etim. What are we saying in Retze? We're saying we want the Mizbeach. We want the altar back, right? Because the Sadiqim are slaughtered and killed, like it says. Right? Um, so the Ramchal goes over here that says, Throughout Tanakh, it says, the Gemara in Sukkah says, Michlav de Baidrisha. It says that Yirmiyah, Jeremiah in English, he laments, he cries out that nobody cares about Zion, about the destruction of the temple. But the Gemara says, it seems that Hashem does demand of us that we should care. It should pain us. I mean, this is ultimately, and, and perhaps this is another chidush, I'm going to say my parsha, but maybe this we could say here, this that there should be a Beis Hamikdash is very important. You know why? Because five parshas of the Torah talks about the building of the temple. So having a Beis Hamikdash and a Mishkan, which the Mishkan was the temporary Beis Hamikdash, right? It was on wheels, but same idea. It's talked about five times in the Torah: Truma, Tetzave, Kitisa, Vayakal, Pekude. Which other subject do you have in the Torah that five consecutive parsha talks about the same thing? So why that is, that's something, you see that, that we should be together with our father in a gilui ponim, right? That Hashem should smile on us and he should, he should be in a, in a normal, normative state of kibor panecha that we could, uh, see the God's, God's smiling shine, God's smile shining upon us. That's, we're, we're the antithesis of that. We're in Hester upon him, right? So, and October 7th is just another result of when we're, when Mashiach is not here, it has a lot of, lot of 
pages in this book of Mashiach not being here and being in Galut, every page of it, tremendous, tremendous blood, innocent blood flows out of it. So the Sadiq and the Hasid is always praying for, for Mashiach to come for all these reasons. But you could say, I, five million people, Sadiqim, Hasidim. Just today, my kola, we were learning the, one of the great, uh, Moroccan, Aharonim. He has a commentary on Jewish civil law. He's called the, his name is Pa'amone Zahav. So he, they call him the Malach Rafael, Rabbi Rafael. So what? There were p- people that were angelic. So you, one could, the Satan could argue, oh, Hashem, they couldn't bring Mashiach, so maybe we, who am I to cry? If, if they cried and they, Mashiach didn't come, so why should I cry? About that, the Ramchal retorts, it says in Pirkei Avot, chapter two, you have to do your job. Our job is not to get results. Our job is to do the best we can do. And Mashiach comes, like it says in Yeshaya, Ani Hashem be'ita in its time, I'm going to quietly make it happen. But you're, you're focusing on, your job is to cry. Because if you can't see your father's face, you cry. So, so he says, Yeshaya again says, Like Yerushalayim is like our father, right? It's like, our, it's like a mother. The Shekhinah is in Yerushalayim. All of this, nobody cares um, right, that's the whole Megillah of Echa that we read on Tisha B'Av. Kol Abasar Chatzir, Rukul Chastur Ketzei Etzadeh. Right, it's just um, when Mashiach is not here, um, they literally take innocent people, like we saw, thousands of them were butchered, like animals, by Hamas, and nobody's there to protect them. I mean, if. Hashem says that we're the apple of his eye. Is this not the greatest chilul Hashem that Hashem lets this happen? So ultimately we need Mashiach because all of this, the great, the Rambam writes, the greatest chilul Hashem is every second Mashiach is not here. Because people can false, there's a false narrative that if, if, if we're the apple of Hashem's eye, why is he letting all this happen? So, that's really that's why the whole Kaddish is all about Mashiach. Right? We're praying for Mashiach, Mashiach, Mashiach. So the Gemara, the 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 Gemara Navodah Zara says, Because it says when Mashiach come, all the going are going to want to get rewarded by Hashem for all the technology they developed, all the uh, towers and bridges. And Hashem says, No. You guys didn't build all these uh, magnificent marvels of engineering for my sake. You built it to be, be, get tolls on the bridges. Anybody that's been to the East Coast knows that. And to, you, you built it for your own belly. And you, you didn't, you weren't doing it to create pleasure. He says, for sure the Goyim were happy to rape and cheat the, the Jews. So they're for sure going to be punished, not rewarded for indirectly benefiting the Jews through their um, marvels of engineering, right? If you look at the Gemara there, it's a very interesting conversation. Like I said, there's 
Yisrael ve'araita ve'kutcha ve'chilchadu. It's one package. The Torah, the Jews, and God are one package, the Zohar says. So unless Mashiach comes and we're in this um, awesome Gan Eden-like type of thing, the, 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 the nation of Israel's covet is in the, the gutter, unless Mashiach comes. Because you see, I, we have the most, supposedly we're supposed to have the Musad, the Godfather and the master of all spy agencies, and we have the IDF. Hashem is showing you none of it. If, if Mashiach is not here, none of it could save you. You could run and you could have bomb shelters and you could have uh, Iron Dome and everything, but you know, it was a mini Holocaust on October 7th. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Let's call a spade a spade. Hashem is showing us without Mashiach. Don't have this false narrative that you're, everything is safe. There is no safety. There is no true honor and prestige for Klal Yisrael and for Hashem and the Shekhinah and the Torah unless Mashiach is here. I was actually telling one of my Talmidim. There's a very, very uh, Zionistic Ramban. This is the Ramban holds one of the Taryag Mitzvot is to live in Israel. And not only that, the Ramban holds that in a way, all the rest of the 613 commandments are kind of like chinuch. To do them when Mashiach comes in Israel. Which means your tefillin is not a real tefillin. The same way a bar mitzvah boy two, three weeks before he starts wearing. It's a very, very fascinating and deep and revolutionary Ramban. And the Ramban is the uh, godfather of all Jewish theology. Even more than the Rambam. Halachically, we follow the Rambam. But hashkafically, we don't hold of everything the Rambam says. Kali Yisrael didn't adopt it. But the Ramban says that bottom line is the Torah, all its mitzvahs from A to Z, unless you're living in Israel and Mashiach is there, it's all like chinuch. It's like all before bar mitzvah. So it says the Tanah of says So he says that the Mashiach cries for the the the, the fact that Klal Yisrael is in the gutter. So just one more paragraph. He says Nimsat Lamed. There's two ideas here, the Ramchal says. So every time we say L'Shem Yichud, we're incorporating what the Ramchal says. First of all, a true Hasid, every time he does a mitzvah, what should his intention be? You shouldn't be thinking about LeBron James and the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. No, you shouldn't be thinking about that. Like my son is. But... The fact, of the, the fact of the matter is, every time you daven or learn or do any of the daily mitzvot you're supposed to do, you should want that this mitzvah should bring Mashiach a step closer. The world is in an incomplete puzzle, as to speak. And that's a tragedy, because Hashem is perfect, and His world, world should be perfect, by definition. Perfect people create perfect creations. But Hashem decided through His infinite wisdom we should be His partner in making the world perfect. Right? That's why we need to bring Mashiach. But in the end of the day, every time we say L'Shem Yichud, we say La'asot nachat ruach liyotzreinu V'la'asot liyotzreinu v'venu La'yachadesh shu'im yudhe bevavhe Because the Heshech in Tabegaluta God's name is fragmented because of this Chil Hashem that is in Galut Dehe of the Shekhinah God fragmented, so it's not broken off the name of God. So all the Hasid, 
and especially we Sephardic that do everything on Pikabola, our Minhagim, one of our intentions when we do any mitzvah is that it should bring Mashiach closer. And it should be reinstituted the glory and the proper covet of the King of Kings and his prince, which is the nation of Israel and his Torah. Because he, between me and you, even more than two thirds of the mitzvot we can't even do if Mashiach is not here. You know that. Yeah. And Kohanim and true, everything, you know. The whole thing is like cut in half. It's like, it's not in, it's, it's like teared apart. The whole Torah is, can't be carried out properly. So he says, Va'od. So one idea is every time we do a mitzvah, our intention be that Hashem's kavod should be reinstituted and Mashiach should come. And that's the greatest glory and, uh, um, nachat ruach, right? Pleasure we could give God. And it should also, we should always be cognizant that it, we should pain us that until that day, that glorious day of days, that most wonderful and desirable of all days, the day that Mashiach comes, until that day is here, it should pain us that we haven't come to that that puzzle. Right? The world is in a state of, um, our fa- we can't see our Father's face, right? Hashem is hiding behind the bush, right? Hashem is hiding behind the wall. Um, and... Uh, you know, I think this this whole October seventh was a wake up call for all these ideas of of uh, that we really need Mashiach, and the world is indefinitely, definitely in a totally, totally upside down and incomplete, and the glory of Hashem has gone to the gutter, unfortunately, unless through uh, loving every Jew for no reason. The opposite of Sinat Chinam, baseless hatred, right? Avat Chinam and uh, all the other things that the Arizal and Chazal and the, the Torah of Kabbalah and the Torah of Asidut and the Torah of Musar and all these things that bring Mashiach and the pinnacle of it, the, the bullseye of it the, uh, is Ahavat Chinam to forgive each other and not bear a grudge. And um, through this, we should, you know. See Mashiach that we need so desperately every second. Amen.